in 2008 i and my wife nandini we went to spain for a conference but this also gave me gave us an opportunity to see the beautiful city of cordoba and madrid so the title of today's podcast is spain diary spain is a very modern state with all round progress in development the infrastructure cleanliness and general level of living of its inhabitants puts it in the class of a very advanced industrial societies we arrived in madrid from paris at the modern barajas international airport from madrid we took the train to cordoba where the international sunflower conference was taking place so a road trip from airport to atocha railway station located in the center of town was like passing through any major us city there were four lane freeways with excellent road signs but very few billboards unlike the united states atocha railway station from where all the trains for southern part of spain depart is a work of art is a huge it is a huge station with a large atrium containing a mini tropical forest and the state of art shopping complex on the ground floor and general cleanliness which we found to be the hallmark of spain the fast trains called abe are one of the world's best and latest trans in transportation from madrid to cordoba a distance of 400 kilometers was traveled in 1 hour 40 minutes with a train speed sometimes clocking 300 kilometers per hour the train path together with its speed was displayed on the monitors in all coaches the trains left at dot on time and even the tourist class the cheapest class was better than the first class of indian railways in terms of comfort and ambiance the train journey took us through the countryside with sprawling olive and orange gardens spain is the largest producer of olives and oranges in europe the landscape was also dotted with wind turbines and solar pv systems today spain has one of the fastest growing renewable energy usages in the world this was my first visit to spain and in over 10 days of stay both in cordoba and madrid and fleetingly in seville we rarely saw any indians somehow spain visit is not in the itinerary of indian tourists who prefer more touristic countries like france germany uk etc mind you this was in 2008 almost 11 years ago i am told now that the large number of indian tourists go to spain but mostly to big cities like madrid and barcelona language is a big problem in spain hardly anybody speaks english though they all understand written english for example at the train station when i wrote down in english the destination and time of my travel train name etc the clerk immediately understood the message and issued me the ticket you get 10% off from the regular fare if you are traveling from and to an international destination similarly in taxi the written english address of the hotel or places to go was immediately understood by the drivers this was much better than in china where one has to get a chinese person to write instructions in mandarin nevertheless the taxi drivers in spain are crooks and flees the unsuspecting foreign tourists this was not the case in china where i was always taken to my destination destination by the shortest route smoking is rampant in spain in almost all places in my 10 days in spain i must have inhaled more secondhand smoke than 
that in my entire life. It seems girls and women smoke more than men. Probably they believe that it helps them to remain slim. It was impossible to sit in any restaurant, either inside or outside, without being bothered by the smoking customers. Cordoba is a very beautiful ancient city in southern part of Spain called the Andalusia region. It has been inhabited from the Roman times and its golden period from 8th to 13th century AD, it witnessed the construction of its most famous mosque called Mesquita. UNESCO has recognized Cordoba as a world heritage site. During its heydays in 9th or 10th century, it was one of the three great cities of Europe. The other two were Istanbul and Baghdad. At that time, it boasted of vast areas and around 100,000 inhabitants. Today, Cordoba's population is close to 300,000. The old part of the city has tremendous Muslim influence regarding its architecture with very narrow streets so that the balconies on walls across the lanes almost touch each other. All the houses have courtyards and during hot summer months, they make the houses quite cool since most of them have gardens and fountains. <clears throat> In the month of May, there is a national festival called Cardoban Patios in which all the houses in Cardoba are open for the visitors to appreciate the flowers and gardens of different courtyards. Downtown Cardoba had very little population, had very little pollution. Only jarring notes were the passages of automobiles and noisy two-wheelers driven by youngsters in narrow gullies and bylanes. We once saw an ambulance stuck in one of these narrow bylanes and after great difficulty, we could pass it to go to the other end. I did suggest to some high officials in Cardoba that they should use electric cycle rickshaws in these bylanes. Cardobians are now trying to use electric vehicles, but the experiment is still in its nascent stages. <clears throat> the cleanliness of cities is really amazing. At night, an army of municipal workers wash the streets and pavements with high-pressure water hoses. We were told that even in the worst drought, this practice was continued. All the bathrooms in all public places, including monuments, are very clean. I always believe that the hallmark of a modern industrial society is a very high level of general cleanliness. Most people we met were courteous and helpful. Though we had been warned that there is a rampant pickpocketing and stealing in public places, we never encountered anything like that. However, we were very cautious and on our guard. We did see quite a number of beggars and homeless people near the mosque, cathedrals and other monuments. On inquiring about who they were and why they were begging in a prosperous country like Spain, we were always told that they, were, they are from far, far East European countries and also gypsies. Spaniards love to eat and there is a continuous eating during the whole day. Their breakfast, the siamno, is from 7 to 9. Then between 11 to 12 they have snacks called tapas. The long drawn and elaborate lunch is from 2 to 4 p.m. After that is a siesta time. Then there are more tapas between 6 to 7 p.m. followed by dinner which is between 9 to 11 p.m. However, even after eating so much, there is not too much of obesity in Spain, though it is on the rise. Maybe because Spaniards, like all Europeans, walk a lot and also smoke a lot, hence they are still thin. Spaniards eat huge amount of meat in all meals. 
it all it is almost pork and fish though in quite a few places there were preparations of beef also before the main meal endless number of starters are served mostly containing meats though we did come across some preparations of dates and brinjals there were hardly any vegetables or fruits in the diet generally the starters are enough to fill you up but they are followed by heavy main course the whole meal is to be savored with the finest spanish wine and beer which flows like water these feasts were not meant for small eaters like us small eaters and peak totalers like us even the american participants in the conference found the food and helpings too much and thus the amount of food waste wastage we saw was really enormous spain is a difficult country for pure vegetarians some indian participants in the conference who were vegetarians had to survive on snacks they brought from india because of the globalization of culture very little of spanish culture dress or artifacts were seen practically everybody was dressed in jeans and t-shirts or dresses and skirts and the cities were dotted with huge shopping centers and malls selling international clothing and other goods cordoba is a very well known for its pottery leather work and silver jewelry we did see few of the shops selling the local handicrafts which obviously was very expensive but most of the shops carried modern goods in cordoba we stayed in a very beautiful small hotel situated next to mosquita or the mosque which was reasonably priced and at a walking distance from the most historical sites it is an extremely old hotel recently refurbished and the local folk folklore says that columbus stayed in room 214 before starting his flawed journey to india which ended in america we stayed in room 213 and felt like travelers from india discovering spain in madrid madrid is a lovely and a great european city it has wonderful museums and huge beautiful parks the visit to madrid is not complete without visiting the two great museums prado and sofia and the huge retiro park we visited the prado house museum which houses some of the finest paintings of goya rembrandt rubens titan etc etc similarly Muse- sofia museum of modern art carries classic paintings of picasso and salvador dali the retiro park is a green oasis of 130 130 hectares in a busy bustling city such a thing would be unthinkable in india where such an area would have been immediately gobbled by the builder politician mafia such huge green spaces are nevertheless the hallmark of all great cities of the world the noise level on the roads was much more than we encountered in cordoba the plazas were full of people during the weekends and the downtown have infinite number of eating and drinking places one has to spend couple of weeks to explore this great city and our two days stay was inadequate to do so we left the hotel for airport at 3 am on sunday morning and the city was very much alive with large number of revelers returning from the bars and walking home it seems madrid never sleeps